management will be on hand to answer your questions at Pirates Fest. Please submit your questions. For Pirates President Travis Williams, General Manager Ben Charrington, and Manager Derek Shelton below. Big Yellow Box. Submit questions. Oh my, good morning to you. Good. Wednesday morning, I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer daily shots of both Steelers and Penguins in the same place that you found this. And to think I didn't know what I was going to talk about today. Some of these programs, as you might imagine, have become a little bit of a challenge to populate on an every morning basis. Mostly because this team offers you nothing. Nothing to talk about. Nothing to think about even. Nothing to hope for. Not that that's the objective, but the objective of winning baseball and making the team better through the offseason, those would seem to align. Hasn't happened this winter at all. Maybe it will, but it certainly hasn't happened yet. And one would think that this lack of activity, this blatant, like right out there in front of everybody, Lack of urgency to make the 2024 roster what they themselves claim is supposed to be a year where they're pushing forward and pushing toward contention. You would think that that would be some cause for humility. And you would think that in advance of their biggest off-season event with the public, an event that's been going on around here for a quarter century... And an event that brings out the people who are, in every way, the most committed to this franchise, meaning financially and otherwise, that they wouldn't mess with what's always been the marquee moment of the event, and that's the management Q&A. But they have. Because now when you go to their website and when you open the email that they send you, you'll see that the way to communicate with Travis Williams, with Ben Charrington, with Derek Shelton, is to tap the little yellow box that says submit below. And I'm going to presume from there that Greg Brown, who's the MC, will read these out loud and the guys on stage will go ahead and answer. So do you remember when I was talking about Pirates Fest yesterday and I gave credit to the team for not filtering either the questions or the people who are asking them, that it was just, you know, go to the middle of the room, you stand in line behind a microphone, kind of like one of those political town halls. You take your turn and and you ask your question. Now, if you get there and you make some kind of, you know, big dramatic sermon and you're not asking your question, Brown is going to rightly say to you, hey, you know, can you kind of pick it up here? There's other people in line or something like that. And nobody minds that. But I, I, this has not happened before. There's not been a submit below. There's not been an online form. And I honestly don't even care if it's a hybrid thing. I don't care if it's something where some people ask in person, some submit below, and it gets kind of mixed because that would make me skeptical of the entire process. I know for a fact that the Pirates historically – predating this management team have really been cringy about this 
because they've either heard about or they've experienced for themselves, depending on how long they've been there, some of the more uh, contentious occasions. A lot of those happened in the Dave Littlefield era. But you know what? Give Dave credit. One thing Dave did, he stood in the box. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he did some spectacularly stupid things as general manager. But he had zero fear about it. He would stand there and answer fans' questions, not just in the Q&A session. He'd work the entire floor, shaking hands, you know, kissing babies and all that other stuff, but also answering baseball questions. And when they would say to him, Dave, geez, like, wow, man, Matt Morris, really? Why? Or stuff like that. It would be at least respected by those involved. There was never, ever, ever a submit below. And yes, the internet existed back then too. Why does this matter? Well, look, if you're out of town, it's probably not going to matter because you probably weren't going to make it to this thing and maybe you don't even know about it. But for the people who are here, the ones who populate those blue seats predominantly in the summertime, this has always been a pretty big wintertime thing. As I said on yesterday's show, you know, this is your one chance to do the thing that you hope I'm doing every other day during the season. And that's asking the questions that, that you have on your mind that you're thinking about, whether it's a positive or a negative trend with the pirates, whatever it happens to be, something that happened in the game. This is, this is you. This is you standing behind a microphone, but the bigger concern I'd have in this is the comfort level that it'd have to be involved in deciding to do this. Like they really think, I'm trying to think of a clean way to say this because there's a really good vulgar way. They think that their, um, that their human waste does not stink like human waste. Okay. There, how did I do? They think that everything they're doing is aces. They think that they're right on track. This is exactly according to plan. It doesn't appear to move anybody that they've not won anything, that they've not done anything, and that now, even after waiting over four full years of failure, some of it epic failure, their farm system's fallen out of almost everybody's top 10, top 15 in the rankings. Why? Why? It can't be because a bunch of them got promoted and are succeeding in Pittsburgh. It can't be because they got traded because they didn't. What happened to them? Where did they all go? Wasn't it just a little while ago that we were talking about the farm system being even as high as three, two, or one? And now it's just poof. You can't convince me that's because O'Neill Cruz and Henry Davis arrived. If anything, the farm system should be getting some kind of false boost from having Paul Skeens there for however long he's there. What happened? Good questions, huh? Maybe you should submit them in the forum below and see if they get chosen. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, 
an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Your front door, your car, your bike, your computer, your gun. Safety is a habit. Every day you lock and secure your home and everything you want to keep safe. Gun safety and responsible storage are no different and the best way to help prevent accidents, misuse, and theft. If you have a firearm, own it, respect it, and secure it. Visit ProjectChildSafe.org. Brought to you by the National Shooting Sports Foundation and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. of a standard J1Q once I posted the subject of the opening segment of today's show on social media last night. I got some wonderful responses I'm going to share with you. Mike says, I suggest people tell the Pirates management that they're going to ask a softball question like, how does it feel to have such an improved ball club? And when you get the actual microphone, you ask instead, why does every young player regress under Andy Haynes and Oscar Marine. That'll teach him. <laughs> I would think so. You imagine how that stage would just freeze? They'd look at each other. Uh, who wants this one? Who wants this one? And that one would probably actually be taken by Derek Shelton because he's really defensive about both of those guys. Ethan, chiming in on the same subject, says they're going to reject all the obvious questions, realize that those accounted for every single question, and wind up canceling the Q&A. Mark says, just when you think you've seen it all from the Pirates and they can't possibly sink lower in the fans' eyes, there's this. And Don comes with, plain and simple, less winning begets less accountability. Pathetic. And th- that's really my main point here. If you're running a franchise that's having all kinds of success and you're overwhelmed with you know ticket requests, sponsorship requests and the business is really it doesn't even have to be booming, just growing. Then you can kind of call your own shots, you know? You can say, "Hey, we've kind of had enough of this particular practice because it makes some of our people feel uncomfortable. So we're going to go another way." And you know what? Your fans, because they love everything you do because you're winning, wouldn't notice much less care. That's not this. That's not this setting. I'm going to make this point one more time. They've achieved nothing in four years. And they don't appear to be all that ambitious about altering that much in 2024. You can say out loud, yeah, we think this is going to be a big step for us this year. We think we've got a team that can really compete out there and no more rebuilding. This is it. You can say that. But as I'm often telling you as it relates to the Pirates, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. And what have they done this offseason? It's not nothing, 
but it's next to nothing. There's not much there. And I'm not one of those people who follow this franchise and just judge them on money spent. I'm really not. I've never been that way. There are all kinds of ways to improve your team, even if the owner is hell-bent on never spending an additional penny. All kinds of ways. If you're serious about 2024 being some kind of big progress year. But I don't believe that they are. I don't believe that they are. You could do things. You could make trades. You could, as I've mentioned a few times over the recent weeks, send out prospects knowing and understanding that somebody else might be able to actually turn them into big league ball players. You know, make a deal with uh, an Atlanta or a Tampa or the Dodgers who... For as much heat as I give the Dodgers for the gazillions of dollars that they get to spend, they also have a really well-run farm system. They really do. One of the best in baseball. And that isn't all that contingent on money. So send somebody to the Dodgers. Because the prospects don't mean much to you. There's nothing you can do with them. Because as soon as they get to Pittsburgh, the pitcher's going to lose seven miles an hour off his fastball and the hitter... It's going to be told to watch everything go by and you suck the hitting right out of them. So why even have them? Go ahead and send them away to somebody else for players who've been properly trained somewhere else. You know, think of it as the the Brian Reynolds deal, you know? Anyone associated with the Pirates can try to claim Reynolds as a success of the development system, but the fact is he was... In the Giants organization all the way through double A. And if you'll recall, that was pretty much the peak level in the minors that he hit in Pittsburgh. Then he just came up one day and was hitting the ball. Why? Because someone with the Giants taught him how to play baseball. Hey, you know what? If you're writing this stuff down, you might as well go ahead and submit here. Wow. Let's do another one of these tomorrow. 